0: Welcome to the Rebel Speaker Podcast, where we break the tried and true presentation rules so that you can create a speech that stands out, makes an impact, and positions you as the go-to expert. And now, your host, the instigator of the presentation rebellion, Dr. Michelle Mazer. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Episode 17 of the Rebel Speaker Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Michelle Mazer, And on the show today, we are going to talk about the phrase... Good job, and how it might be a sign of presentation failure. And we'll be talking about how to measure presentation success. So let's do this. Good job. Whenever I hear someone utter these words to me, I cringe. And it's not because I'm a perfectionist who doesn't know how to take a compliment or celebrate an accomplishment. Well, maybe I'm a little bit of both. It's because I know what good job as a standalone phrase means. It means meh or just okay. See, your audience doesn't want to hurt your feelings. Honestly, their job is not to critique your presentation. Your audience is filled with lovely people, and it's easier to use a platitude like, good job, than it is to say, hey, I'm not that into your presentation, or your speech left me confused and overwhelmed. But as a speaker, we mistake good job to mean we were full of awesome, instead of a polite way of saying, you were okay. So never settle for a good presentation. Strive to create an outstanding experience for your audience. So if good job doesn't mean good, then how do you know if your presentation was a success? Well, here are five better ways to measure the success of your presentation. And a few of these are things you should be tracking after every speaking gig. So number one is good job and. Good job by itself is not good, but good job followed by an explanation of what they took away from your talk is an excellent sign that you were effective. I recently spoke at the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Seattle about speaking with confidence. Being the amazing organization that they are, they sent me a lovely thank you note. Each person wrote exactly what they took away from the presentation. And apparently teaching them the Amy Cuddy Superman pose for more confidence was a hit. And if you don't know about that pose, I'll hook that up into the show notes. Some people were using the Superman pose nearly every day. That's more than a good job. I made an impact. As a speaker, always strive for making an impact. Number two, and this one's a biggie, book another speaking gig. And let's face it, this is every speaker's dream scenario. You finish speaking and a person walks up and says, good job, my organization needs your message. Let's talk about how we can get you in front of our group. Yes, 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 a thousand times yes to this. You know you were outstanding when someone wants to help spread your message. And what you'll do next is get their business card and for the love of all good things, follow up. And let me say this, if this is not happening for you every time you speak, that's a big problem because the best way to land speaking gigs and to get momentum is by speaking. So every time you go out to speak, you should be getting more speaking gigs. And if you're not, you've got a presentation problem that you need to work on. The third way to measure your presentation success is what I call story time. This is one of my favorite measures of success. Not that landing speaking gigs isn't good, but this one is more personal. An audience member approaches and says, your story reminded me of an experience I had. Then she starts sharing her story. It's such a gift to you to listen to another person's story, hearing about her similar or sometimes not so similar tale. This means your message penetrated her heart and her head. Your message is being integrated into the fabric of who this person is, and she'll remember how you touched her life. This is one of the most intimate, personal, and in my opinion, best measures of presentation success. You have made a difference to one person. The fourth measure is taking the relationship deeper. See, I see presentations as a first date. The audience is getting to know you. You're getting to know all of those beautiful people. And at the end of the speech, the audience gets to decide if this was a one-time cup of coffee or if they want to see you again. And seeing you again could mean following you on Twitter, buying your book, signing up for your newsletter, which I highly recommend, or giving you their business card. Most of the time, it does not mean buying your high-priced thing. That's a little like having a coffee date followed by buying a house together. For example, last summer, I gave a presentation and during Q&A, an audience member said, I have to leave, but I want your book and you need to sign it. He ran to the stage with his money in hand. The next thing I knew, I was surrounded by people who wanted to buy my book and chat. I barely finished my presentation. It was such an amazing experience. When the audience wants more of you and wants to keep the relationship going, you have changed them and your presentation was a success. And now this leads me to tip number five, which is track your conversion rate. If the audience wants to take the relationship deeper with you, whether that is buying your book or giving you their email address in exchange for a PDF or you're giving them a free consult, you'll want to know the conversion rate for every presentation you do. And simply put, a conversion is the number of people who take the desired action. So they decide they want your free guide or they want to talk to you over the phone divided by the total number of people in the audience. So the number of people who take the desired action divided by the total number of people in your audience. And that gives you your conversion rate. And your goal with every speech should be optimizing that conversion rate, especially if you're doing a client-attracting speech. So track, track, track that conversion rate. So those were your five ways to measure the success of your presentation good job, and you book another speaking gig, which is an incredible opportunity and something you should be doing every time after you speak. Story time, where a person comes up and shares their story of how your speech impacted them. Taking the relationship deeper with you. And finally, tracking that conversion rate and seeing if you can improve upon it every time you speak. So set your presentation up for excellence. Get feedback on your presentation. If you're not seeing these signs of success, if your conversion rate isn't very good, and you could get a coach, someone like me, this is what I specialize in, in my Speak for Impact program, who helps create speeches so that they generate revenue, because then it becomes more conversion optimized so that you're getting more speaking gigs or you're getting more clients from every gig that you do. But the important part is to never settle for good job. So this has been the Rebel Speaker Podcast. And if you want to talk more about how to measure your presentation success, please join us in the Facebook group. You can go to drmichellemazercom backslash group. To join. Until next time, remember your most rebellious act is becoming more of who you are.